0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, what is going on, HPC? Thank you so much for being with us. I hope you've been enjoying these First John devotionals. Today is our last day in First John, but don't worry, next week we will start our Christmas Devo series it's going to be incredible. We're going to talk about the birth of Jesus. You don't want to miss it. Um, it's going to be awesome. I have a question for you today. Um, did you enjoy taking tests when you were younger? Uh, I don't know about you, but I was not a big fan of test taking. Um, and you know, you have your test, you'd be nervous, you'd be studying the night before, and then you would get your test. And, and there was always different types of test questions. Um, there was multiple choice or, or multiple guess for some of you Um, Then there was like fill in the blank, and I didn't like fill in the blank because I could never spell anything correctly. And then there was the essay questions. And the essay questions, man, you could not um, lie about those. Like if you really didn't know what you were talking about, it came out in the essay questions. But my favorite questions were the true-false. Because on the true-false, I had a 50-50 shot of getting it right. Um, And today what we're looking at is John has been talking about true and false. What had happened is there had been some false teachers that were trying to come in the church and were trying to change the beliefs of the church. And what John is saying, hold on, let me tell you what is true and what is false. That's how we're gonna end the book, looking at what is true and what is false. Um, This is our text today, it's 1 John 5.20. It says this, and we know that the Son of God has come and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God and he is eternal life. So John goes through the end of this chapter and he makes a couple statements that we know. And what he's trying to emphasize is that, hey, there's some things that as a Christian that you need to know and you need to understand so that you can live a better Christian life. And so I'm just gonna go through these seven statements and we're gonna break them down. The first thing, this is in verse 13, it says this, we know that as believers, we have eternal life. So what does eternal life mean? What this means is that one day, my time here on earth will end and I will spend the rest of my days in heaven with Jesus. This is an amazing promise because even on my worst days, when I'm having a bad day and my circumstances are against me, I can look back and remember, hey, even on my worst day, I am still looking forward to heaven. The second thing is this, that we know that God hears our prayers. You know, this is an amazing promise because this means that anytime I go through something difficult or I go through a frustrating season, I I can take it to God in prayer. And it doesn't just have to be the big things. Like we have big things that we pray for, you know, praying for a raise or a job or a spouse. But man, it can even be little things. I was reminded of a time where I had these fleas in my house. My house had just become infested with fleas. I was getting bit all over my legs, and no matter what I did, I could not get rid of these things. I was having bug bombs go off in the house. I was doing all these different things, and I remember driving to work. This is when I worked uh, at Trader Joe's. I remember driving to work, and I was praying, God, get rid of the fleas. I feel like a plague has taken over my house. What do I do? And I remember praying that prayer, and then I talked to one of my coworkers, and she goes, oh, well, my uncle's an exterminator. God sent me an exterminator to get rid of the fleas. Um, this next thing, God, uh, we know that God answers our prayer. Just like me with all the bugs, man. God answers our prayer. We don't ha- we don't have a God that we can bring our request to, but we have a God who answers our prayers. The next thing is that we know that as God's children, we do not have to live in sin. Now, this is not saying that we have to be live a life of perfection or that we won't ever struggle or we won't ever fail. But what this is saying is that we no longer have to be bound by sin. As a Christian, my life should look different than it did before Christ. Um, As a Christian, now I'm empowered by the Holy Spirit to live a life that looks different. That means that the things I used to struggle with, the things that held me bondage, that, that held me captive, I no longer have to be bound to those things because now I have the Holy Spirit to come in and help bring transformation to my life. The next thing is that we know that we are God's children, that I am a child of God, that we are sons and daughter of the God uh, Most High. Um, And this is incredible because this means that God, I can look to God as a father. You know, often we'll look at God as as a judge that's just ready to drop the hammer on us or as a referee who's ready to call a penalty on us. But the reality is that God is our Heavenly Father, you know, and maybe you, you had um, a, a rough time growing up or you didn't have a good father figure in your life. You know, God is the perfected version of your earthly parents. He is, because a lot of times we'll look at our parents and we're like, well, if that's what God's supposed to be for me, those people let me down. The reality is God is a perfected version of them. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is always for you and only has good things for you. The next thing is that we know that the son of God has come. This is great news. We know that Jesus came to this earth. He lived a perfect life and that he died for mine and your sins. Um, That he has made it a way for us to be able to go to heaven. That he's made a way for us to be forgiven. That he's made a way for us to have a great relationship with God. And the last thing is this, that we know the true God. I love that he says the true God because there are a lot of false gods out there. There's a lot of things that try to take our attention, that try to take our time. There's a lot of things that try to substitute in for the place that God has in our life. But John says, we can know the true God. And you know, the know here, it's not just a casual, this is not just some knowledge that you put in the back of your brain. No, this is, I know from firsthand experience the the things that we know here and the things that we take away from this, if we can put these into our lives and really believe these things, these will change how we see things, how we see God, how we see other people. And so you may ask yourself, okay, Ron, well, what do I do with all that information? Well, it gives it that, it gives us this in the text. It says now. Okay, so you know, so now what what do you do? It says this, that you live in fellowship with God. You know, The great news is that we can have a real relationship. Now, this isn't just a casual, this isn't just a Facebook relationship with God. This is a real relationship with God. This means that I can go to God, I can talk to God, that I can hear from the Lord, that I can ask God for advice, that I can ask God for wisdom, that I can ask God for provision, that I have a real intimate relationship with God. You know, and why do we do all that? Why do we try to bring change into our life? Why do we try to to live a life that glorifies God? It's because we want to show people the love of Jesus. You know, it says, go live a life that looks like Jesus. That's what the whole thing about John is like, hey, go, go follow these commandments. Go show people something different than the world's ever seen before. And all of these things will, will eventually let us be a reflection of the character of Christ. So here's my application for you today. The first thing is get along and think about some of these things. Think about how that we have eternal life, that God hears and answers our prayer that I can be free of sin, that I'm God's child, that Jesus has come to forgive me of my sin and that I can know the true God. Ponder on these things. Go, go take some time to reflect. And the second thing is, man, spend some time in the Gospels today. You know, go read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Spend some time looking at how Jesus treated people and the life that he lived because the life that Jesus lived should be the life that we are pursuing to live, that we should try to be a reflection of Jesus, that each day I should wake up and try to look more and more like my Savior. Let me pray for us today. God, I thank you so much that you have given us things, God, that you did not leave us, God. You have not abandoned us, God, but you have given us wisdom, God. You have given us your your word. You have given us the Holy Spirit to, to bring transformation, God, and to bring revelation. Father, I pray for everyone who's listening, God, that we could know these things in our heart, God, and that we can take these things and we can apply them to our life to look more like your son. I pray all this in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening.